Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo will for you come Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. You can't live up to expectations, so just do your best. (laughs) That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors. (laughs) Just go with what you saw today. Change your opinion daily. Yeah, I'm all about that. You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right. No one will remember. No one's listening. Hello, everybody. And welcome to Birds with Friends, Bo Wolf and Sheila Kapadia, a show that has evolved over time. As we get ready to unpack all the news with Carson Wentz, we just finished talking to Doug Peterson in a bit of a uh, testy press conference. I don't know. Shield is just counting, using your fingers to count. What are you doing over there? I was trying to figure out how many months out of uh, February we were. I probably could have just done the reverse thing, but a lot has changed with with 10. A lot has changed with this organization in 10 months, doesn't it? Man. It sure feels like Could any more have changed? Football uh, football moves quickly. Yes, it does. I mean, you start, there are 52 any given Sundays in in a year. Um, And really, you know, any given Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, you might find out that your quarterback has a back injury. And any given Friday can turn into an eventful Friday, as this morning did. Yeah. So uh, on the show, we will mostly, I think, just discuss this Wednesday thing in our Bird on the Street, and then we will uh, close with a, a crystal ball eagle, our thoughts on the, the Eagles-Rams game with Nick Foles, presumably a quarterback. Although Carson Wentz, uh, Doug Peterson gave him about a, a, about a three-month timetable for this uh, stress injury, stress fracture, and yet he will still be listed as questionable, and he will still be traveling with the team, flying all the way across the country. Uh, doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, let's get right to it. So we're in there at the press conference. We knew this was going to be all Carson Wentz. We, we knew the fireworks. were. We, we, we came out ready to go. Well, Wednesday, you know, Doug did the whole injury thing and announced that Carson Wentz had a back issue. He explained it as tightness and soreness. Then, you know, minutes later, national reporters are reporting that uh, this is more significant, that he's going to miss Sunday, that he could be out longer. We find out it is a uh, fractured vertebrae during the week from multiple reports. Jeff McLean of the Inquirer uh, had that as well locally. And so this was our first time to talk to Doug since all that had happened, since you have all these questions about the franchise quarterback, the guy you want leading your organization for the next 10 to 15 years. And so, uh, you know, he knew what was coming. Is it a tough spot? Sure, but you know that's why you get paid the big bucks. And as he said, that's his job. That's I mean, his job. you, you know, would it right. have been nice to have some medical professional up there, or even Carson Wentz at some point, perhaps? But that's not the case, and he's up there. He's got to answer the questions, and you know, as 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 um, defensive as he was at some points, you can't expect that. You know, this is the entire future of the organization yeah. that is at stake here. The the health the long-term health of the franchise quarterback. You can't expect that your uh, 
you know, your, your couple sentences are going to suffice and there are not going to be follow-ups throughout the entire press conference. We've got a job to do as well. Right. So he had um, very specific talking points. And so here's what we know based on what Doug Peterson said. He called it a stress injury, which I thought was weird. But then he, but then he said that when other people said stress fracture, you can call it that. That's basically the same thing. So, okay, it's a stress fracture. I don't know right? why I like, didn't just call it that, yeah. but that's fine. Uh, a stress fracture. Uh, time, he, he said, I'm not going to put a timetable on it, but three months. A stress injury is like uh, I was biting my nails and then like bit too too much off and like you know sometimes or like I, I was ripping my hair out. Well, like, sometimes I get a headache when I'm feeling stressed. Yeah, that sounds like a stress that's injury a stress to me. Injury. Yeah, that's, there's no fracture there's involved no fracture. there. Yeah, there's no fracture. It's not your back. <laughs> so I think uh, what happened here, I think it's pretty clear. Okay, you tell kept me. you. Uh, you on his back, you kept stacking and stacking and stacking completions to Zach Ertz. Too much Ertz broke his back. So we have a stress fracture. He said timetable's looking at about three months. So who's going to start Sunday? Well, Wentz is questionable. <laughs> Wait, he's going to fly on the plane to Los Angeles six hours and back six hours? He's like a 6'6 guy. With a stress? I know that the, I've, I've been on those planes. They're comfortable for the players. They're not that comfortable. Yeah, I, I used to grill you about that, what it was like to... That's the, to, by far the best part of working for the team. So that was, uh, that was a stress, you know, so he's going to fly on the plane, and they're, I, I don't know, I, I mean, what reason Why? could they possibly have for him Why? traveling and for listing him as questionable? Well... Is this a charade? I think the... I think the um, I mean, why on One that? of the reasons to list him as questionable is because maybe it avoids a Nick Foles press conference today. But like, what Which are they? Of wor- all the <laughs> things to not be worried about, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, Nick really, Foles, nobody does boring better than Nick Foles. Nick Foles is a grown man who knows what he's doing. Uh, hey, hey, Nick, what do you know about Carson Wentz's injury? You know, I'm just thankful. My wife, my daughter, I'm blessed, and you know, nothing's. <laughs> he knows what he's uh, doing. You know, that's that's not. I don't know. That's that's for that's. This for is Carson. a compliment of Nick Foles. That's for by Carson the way, to answer. if I'm, I'm the organization, I'm getting ready to. I'm getting ready to face oh, the Rams. If I'm the organization, there's no one I would be less fearful. Literally of nobody. Yes. They don't even need to prep the guy yeah. he knows what he's doing i mean totally the guy agree press conferences at the freaking super bowl yeah for hundreds of media he's totally so, fine if that's the reason i don't get it i don't get why he would be traveling with this injury and then of course it doesn't the, make any sense for him to fly so so that's what we know about the injury so obvious it's obvious that carson wentz is not going to play again this season <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see what his status is why like why why won't they just do that i don't know i don't know why they won't just say that so that's number one and then we get obviously into the much more well i think there's two things we should touch talk about one is what is this injury and what does it mean for his future and two is what's going on with the medical stuff? what happened in the last uh Seven weeks that led to this. We yes. Should, well, why don't we lead with that? So, okay. Doug Peterson called it an evolving injury. Said it evolved over time. What? What in the world doesn't hasn't evolved over time? So you have the timeline of right the. Uh, so it, he first out. he first showed up on the injury report the Wednesday before the Giants game, which was week six. So that uh, that was you know they, they they were barely practicing that week anyway, um, and then he was still on the injury report the next week, and then he was off the injury report. After that, which as long as he's a full participant in practice, I think that's that's fine. That's kosher. But um, that's when it that's when something with his back, some kind of soreness first appeared. And so that's what week six to now week 15. So that's about nine weeks. Um, and Doug would not answer when it was 
that they've, well, he said on Tuesdays when they found out that there was a fracture. Right. Because on Monday he said something like, Carson's feeling as good as he's ever felt, which, I mean, don't lie to us. Come on. Nice job by Zach Berman. I don't even remember that was Peterson good. saying yeah, that. That was a fantastic yeah. job by Zach. Um, I mean, it's clear that this has been hurting him. Jordan Matthews in the locker room yesterday. This was incredible. I mean, I don't want to say smoking gun, but, you know, Jordan Matthews in the locker room yesterday is being asked about Wentz, and he's like, come on, man, this is one of my best friends. Of course I know what he's been playing through. Wait, so you think it's been affecting him? Come on. You, have you, he's like, have you guys watched quarterbacks? They got to go. He's, he's actually physically he, right. He's like, you got to torque on every the, play. Yeah, and how you go through progressions and you move. Right. And he, he's like, that's the only position that touches the ball on every play. And then he's, you know, he's had his own injuries. And he's like, you know, uh, like foot, ankle, knee, elbow, arm, shoulder. He's like, that stuff you can try to play through. It's different. He's like, right. you can you, you can find a way to like, you know, juke up your body. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, anything with the core is the most difficult. And so, I mean, this is legitimately, I mean, wasn't, what, one of them was in the other's wedding or something, right? Yes. So legitimately He's one a, of his, he, Matthews, I know, was a groomsman in Carson's wedding. In Carson's wedding. And so, you know, this is someone you would pres- presumably Carson confides in, and he's telling you, he's like, of course this, he's like, of course this has affected his play. <laughs> he's like, and he's still putting up crazy numbers. He's the best quarterback in the right. game. But yeah, of course. He's like, he's like looking at us like we're crazy for even asking the question. And then you have Doug Peterson. And just now really saying the opposite i was trying to get a question i mm-hmm. wanted to reference matthews in a question i couldn't get it in um, he's really saying the opposite saying that you know this is something he could play through he was feeling fine he just said well remember jay ajayi played through a back fracture right. earlier in this but season. i mean i just keep think about last week the uh short yardage where they're calling a speed option with the guy with the that was such a back. terrible call and you know what i hated doug's um explanation for that about how uh, they were expecting uh, was it Demarcus Lawrence, whoever number ninety is, yeah. to to go inside? But instead, he went outside, and so that blew up the play. I mean, listen, like the whole point of of calling these red zone plays is so that you have you have multiple answers, right? Short yardage, and, yeah. Right. Was that? A, I don't think was it a red zone. I think it was just a short. yardage. No, I think it was red oh, zone. It was yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, they, they were inside of the five, and then they had, ended up having a. I don't remember whatever it was, but like yeah. a, a play where the entire thing is blown up. If if you just guess wrong, what the, yeah. what the defensive end is going to do? Come on, Jeff Schwartz. Give me multiple. Uh, give me I, give me a play with multiple answers. Yeah, I did show him that play, and he said even without the stunt, like Lane Johnson could have potentially blocked Demarcus Lawrence. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Why are you calling a speed option with the guy with the with the broken back? Yeah. I know they didn't know that at the time, but they knew his back was bothering him. So it just feels like a disconnect. So in the summer, it's everything's cautious, cautious, cautious. Well, no, first it's, no. First it's Wentz is going out there for 11 on 11. Yeah. No one's ever answered why. Then it's cautious, cautious, cautious. He's out the first two weeks. He feels like he can play. You're wondering why are they going so slow with this? And it's, they're giving the explanation. Listen, this is the franchise quarterback. Uh, Doug Peterson has said the thing about I'm going to be married to this guy. For you know, we want him to to uh, make sure he's healthy. All right, fine. I can buy that. But then when the guy is to the point where he's on the injury report for back issues multiple weeks. I mean, don't you need to be as aggressive as possible to figure out what is wrong with him? And, you know, do you need to be cautious at that time? It's like then they went with the opposite approach and were like, he can play through it. He's fine. Now, I know that there are uh, reports out there that a scan does not always show this type of stress fracture. When did he have an MRI? You know, I want to know that. He had one this week. Did he had mm-hmm. one have one before this week? Because, you know, that's some of the... 
that's a question I have is that if the guy's complaining about it, why are you not aggressively trying to figure out uh, every way possible what's wrong with him? Now, maybe they did everything, but they're not answering those questions. They don't know. Doug Peterson was right. asked, why did you switch medical staffs after a Super Bowl season? Right. Um, he said, I'm not going to get into that. And so, again, we're not here to um, impugn the reputations of the, the new members of the medical staff of the organization, but these are all appropriate questions to be asked when you look at the handling of guys like Sidney Jones and Tim Jernigan and Carson Wentz twice, and who am I missing? Darren Sproles, Darren Sproles. suffers a hamstring injury, re-injures it in practice. Sidney Jones, as you said, has re-injured multiple times. his hamstring in games multiple times. Tim Jernigan comes back from the back injury, plays one game, suffers back spasms. And also with that one, Jim Schwartz, when asked, did you think Jernigan will be back sooner? He said yes. Right. We all thought he'd be back. Sooner. Right. Jay Ajayi plays through a torn ACL, and they don't recognize it until after the game. Jalen Mills gets hurt, and is we're told that it's a a, a week to weeker, and he's going to be coming back soon. And then a couple weeks later, he shows up in a walking you boot. Saw him in the boot in the locker room. Yeah. So I mean, there are there are questions, as you know. And then you've also got um, Emmanuel Acho. A former Eagle talking about his problems with the medical training staff. Now, the medical staff has changed, the head doctors, but the training staff is mostly the same. So my understanding is that he is talking about the training staff. And he did say some of those. He sees, he sees the people on the right. sideline. Some of them are great guys. Obviously, he feels like some of right. them are not. Right. Or Earl Wolf, right. another former Eagle, also talking about his injury being mishandled, which was sort of a... Um, Sort of like an obvious one at the time. Which, by the way, was the most despicable thing I find in coaches. I remember thinking it at that time was when Chip Kelly said, uh, Earl says he can't play. Yeah. I mean, what these guys the are guys putting on like the line bone bone. week in and week out. Yeah, I'd like, to see, I'd like to see you go out there, Chip. I mean, that's really, I, I think that was like a big red flag. When I heard that, I'm like, dude. This guy, this guy, a, this guy who on. bails in any tough situation anyway. This guy, this guy's got the, the mental toughness to play Wolf? through that. I mean, his career ended. So, yeah. like, there's, it's uh, just like, it's, what a, a fraud. it's a terrible league. But, I mean, it's, it's true that the incentives for the team doctors right. are on the side of the team. That's who employs them. They are not employed by the players. Yeah, that's not unique to the Eagles. Right. That is, you know, that is the situation. Um, and so... If you're a player and you feel like you've been mishandled, there, there are, uh, you know, you got to look out for number one. Yeah. And so uh, now I do wonder on Carson, knowing how badly he wanted to get on the field in week one, um, what role him downplaying the pain level might have might have played in here. Don't they need to? I mean, that's true. I mean, they need to. They need to. Yeah, that is a difficult challenge. I'm sure that's that's different than being a doctor for a person like you and me, who would be going in there crying and you know, oh, we can't, you know, we can't watch enough. Uh, we can't watch TV comfortably. I haven't. I you know, <laughs> I've I've had this cough for a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but some stuff in terms of the recovery period. And this is just from a... Now, he said the one we haven't said yet that Doug said this will not require surgery. Right. Which should be good news. Should be good news. Although, uh, go ahead. Well, it's... Yeah, so, you know, this type of injury is just a 6 to 12 week injury, usually non-surgical. And uh, 
usually 80 to 85% of the cases just rest successfully, relieves the pain during that time. However, it's a condition that will recur if you overstress your lower back. And so like for the common folk, like you and me, if we went in, uh, you know, they would ask, how did you get this injury? And we would say what we did. And they would say, well, be really careful about that right. next time or take these precautions if it's, you know, lifting weights or doing a physical activity or whatever. And they would say, you know, otherwise it could reoccur. Well, this guy's going to be going back out and playing football. And I just thought of what Joe Banner said earlier this week, which was that nothing freaks out or scares the hell, which was his words, out of an NFL franchise like a back injury. Now, this mm-hmm. isn't a disc issue or one of those that are really the trickiest ones, you know, something like Steve Kerr, you know, that, that type Tony of Romo. deal. Tony Romo. That Tony Romo, that type of deal. At the same time, this is not a clean sort of fix you up in a couple of months and you're good to go the rest of your career, is my understanding of it. Mm. So it's not the worst news. I wouldn't say it's the best news. So do you – And Doug was asked – about uh, Carson's injury history, that he has suffered uh, four injuries over the past four years, dating back to his senior year in college. Yeah. Does that concern you long term? I thought his answer. I thought he could have been a little stronger, backing up his quarterback. Yeah, it agree? was. Okay. He said. He said. Uh, well, yeah, you guys might call this a red flag. He. He. I mean, this was an opportunity for him to say, "No, I'm not worried about that at all. It's a violent sport. You know, he's as tough as they come. I'm not. You know, I'm not worried about that at all." That was not. Well that was done. not the answer that he gave. No. And if you remember the uh, story about uh, the Eagles trading up twice to get Carson Wentz, when I asked Doug about what were some of the, what if anything they looked down on, he said, you know, the injuries. Oh, you gotta tweet out that bad boy. Hmm, that's interesting. You gotta I, find that. I, I mean, there were so many wonderful nuggets in that piece mm-hmm. that I, you know, that was one that I didn't remember. Yeah. That's a very fascinating. I'm, I'm going to write about this today. I'm going to link up that I bad boy. i find that. Okay. So here we uh, That was weird. Why didn't he, why didn't he come, come out strong on that one? Go hard to the rim. I agree. I mean, he was obviously flustered. I didn't, think that, I, I didn't think that his performance was bad. It was fine. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, but that was, that was, I thought, a bad job by him. Yeah, I mean, he's going to go up there. It would be weird if he was cheerful about this and, like, happy to answer the questions. Mm-hmm. For the most part, he kept his cool. I mean, he was testy, but, like, yeah, your franchise right. quarterback has a stress fracture. Your season's going down the tubes. You can't score touchdowns. And people are asking if you're going to fire your offense. Like, there's a lot. Yeah, hey, we got a game against the Rams <laughs> yeah. in case you haven't figured that out in two days. Yeah. So there's nothing really that he has to, you know, other than the big picture. You know, the right. holiday season, he looks like he's got his health and uh, family, <laughs> family and all that. But in terms of a job perspective, yeah. things are not going well for him. So he did try to shut it down early and say, we got a game against the Rams in two days in case you guys haven't figured it out. I'm not answering any mm. more questions. Next question. So, Carson, yeah, yeah, I mean, which you have to do. Well, yeah, this happened during chip. Like, someone was, why do you guys answer, ask those questions when they say they're not going to answer it? Well, if they get to dictate right. every question that's asked, then it's like, all right, after a loss, what if they say, I'm only going to, I think we've talked about this. You know, Ridiculous. I'm only going to answer questions about macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you like the crumbles on top? I know I do. <laughs> so, I mean, that really never, I mean, it, 
it's their prerogative oh, yeah, to do on. that, and you can ask the questions, and they can walk out if they want. I mean, that's that's up to them. Yeah, Doug ended with uh, "I'm out." I'm out. He ended with "I'm out." Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that's what we know about uh, Carson Wentz's injury. There are a lot of questions. How about you? Does this? How much does this change your opinion of him long term? We touched on this a little bit the other night on Birds with Friends Radio. I mean, I, I think I would stick with what I said then. You know, you do look at his numbers. I think now he's like 12th in those main statistical, mm-hmm. all-encompassing categories. And that's in a year where he's playing through injuries. I felt like the scheme gave him no help and no speed. You know, I, I feel like he will have probably have better supporting cast, though. If you look at it just with the supporting you know, if you take them in a vacuum... It's not like the worst, you know. No. Alshon Ertz. So um, I just felt like it was missing that. Maybe a little little too much Ertz. They could use a little bit less. Right. And so uh, I still feel like he's going to be a top 7, 8, 9, 10. But what about just the the durability? Yeah, does the durability Honestly, it's it's really a conversation I'm not comfortable having because, like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Could he get injured every year from now to the rest of his career? Yeah. Could he play like five straight years without getting injured? Yes. Like, I mean, they know like physically are there. I don't even understand that, to be quite honest. Like, I don't know. Are his bones more brittle than the guy? You know, it doesn't feel like it's his. I don't feel like his playing style has been reckless this year. No. You know, I think the hits he's taken have largely been. In the pocket, I mean, yeah, I, I really can't remember many hits where he's like scrambled or run and taken a big hit, and you're thinking, "What's he right. doing?" We did, we have seen that in the past, but maybe it actually he, now maybe that because I'm, he knew he had a broken back, right? Well, they're running the speed option with yeah. him with the broken back, so um, it's a concern. I think you probably are going to invest in that backup position. You think Foles is coming back? Oh, I don't know about that. He may just be like, "I'm out." Hmm. Take a page from Doug P's book. Yeah. So I think in terms of building a team, you're going to have to pay Wentz a crazy amount of money, and then you're going to have to... Would you sign him this offseason? I think Banner had a pretty good take on that, right? which is like such a cold-hearted take, but it's like if you feel like you can get a little discount right. because he's worried about his long-term future, right? then sure. I mean, I don't have hesitation in doing that. Like, you're going to do it one way or, or the other. I mean, right. I guess you're buying some... T- like, what could happen next year... I mean, he would have to have a catastrophic injury. Yeah, he'd have to tear another ACL or something. If it's just like, a, you know, if he misses a few games for something, You're still gonna that's sign not going to change right. from signing him. You know, you earn a little cap space this offseason, but you want to be in that comp pick game, right? So you're not going to be enough. signing guys. I guess you could trade for guys who might have bigger salaries. That would be right. one option available to you, right? Right, a Golden Tate. <laughs> golden Tate. Um, Maybe... Uh... Maybe a, a Danny Amendola. I mean, think get of, another another slot receiver. Think of what you've invested in him and given up for him, and then think of what his ceiling has already proven to be. Like one way or another, you're riding with the guy for, for absolutely. The better. I mean, yeah. you're in a much better situation than maybe anybody outside of Kansas City. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could argue a few other situations, I'm sure, but uh, so yeah, I would probably. I think I would probably just try to get it done this off season. I think I would too. There was a report that um, the Eagles didn't make Carson Wentz 
they didn't they didn't let him know what the results said. That struck me as impossible. I mean, that would be like a fireable offense for yeah. all types of people in the organization. Having said that, when you handle this the way the team has handled it, you leave speculation open. I mean, well, I think there. I mean, there. I think there was reasonable speculation that Carson Wentz may not be thrilled with the way that the Eagles staff has handled him, knowing that you know he wanted to play Week One. Right. We presume there was a setback. They have not admitted that in the summer when he went from participating in eleven and elevens to not. Yeah. Um, and Doug was explaining the thing about all these guys getting re-injured about how you know part of it is you got to push a guy to find out if they're making progress. And I mean, I don't know if that's the right way to go about it. I'm not a doctor. You are Doctor Capadia, so yeah. let's go hashtag ask Doctor Capadia. But uh, I don't. I, I think it's. I think it's reasonable that maybe Carson Wentz is not not thrilled. And this is one where we're going to get a lot of answers in the offseason on, on like a ton of stuff with the organization that's going to be fascinating mm. from are there changes to the medical staff or the trading staff or are there changes to the coaching staff. You know? I would be surprised if they changed the medical staff. You would or you wouldn't? I would because it would be would? Like, that would be an admission that All they right. boned it last year. Well, I mean, Jeffrey Lurie is, is no – Dummy. I yeah. mean, if you made a mistake, you move on from it. You've got a billion dollar right. uh, company with, you know, the players sure. are your. So I, I don't. I mean, that would be surprising if they just, if that was the reason. There could be nothing to any of this, you know? Maybe, I mean, Jeffrey Lurie, whenever he talks, I don't know, does he give an end of season thing? I forget. No. The owners I think the owners' meetings. All right. So it's going to be a while until we hear from him. I mean, th- this is going to be the number one. Topic, and yeah, for sure, somebody's got to you know answer about why did you make a change, and how has the transition gone, and is the organization at fault for some of these issues, or if it's a coincidence, please explain how and why. And is Chandon Sullivan a starting caliber corner in your estimation? Yeah, no doubt. Those are the big questions. Of course. Yeah. Um, anything right. else on the on the happy birthday to Casey? Big guy. Big guy. Are you getting emotional? Dad, you know, That's first year flies by. Yeah. What a, You're an what emotional a, guy. What a wild ride. Yeah, even emotions sometimes get, that's the only time emotions get to me, you know? I'm an emotional guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to pick him up early from daycare, take him to the Please Touch Museum. Outstanding. Get him a cupcake. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if they have cupcakes there, or are you going elsewhere for a cupcake? No, we're going to go to Termini Brothers. Oh. Yeah. What a day. I think I'll have a good time. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Okay. And we got a company holiday party tonight. Mm. Not the athletic, my wife's. So yeah. now you are the husband at the holiday party. Mm. Do you have to like monitor your alcohol intake? Well, no, but we have we both have early flights tomorrow morning, so that's more. Oh, yeah, that stopped you before. <laughs> <laughs> we once had a we once had we once hosted a, a New Year's Eve party at our apartment, and then had an early flight the next morning. Oh. Um, for like a, like across the country for a, a wedding in uh, in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, well, um, and pre-child, pre-child. Okay, yeah, and good. You just like that. we're still terrible we're, flight. No, we were just oh. like still toasted from the night oh. before. Well, that's what you were going to a wedding. Yeah, so that's fine. I was walking down the aisle. Get off the plane, uh, and... Anaconda. 
from Nicki Minaj. <laughs> it was a good time. Oh, tremendous. Okay. All right. So you don't, you do, or you don't have to monitor your alcohol in, uh, or just because of the flight. Let's say there was no flight. Would you, would you be in? Uh, you being toasted at this bad boy? I mean, I would try not to get. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if try it, to be try try to be reasonable. Yeah. If it, if it were an a athletic holiday party, you wouldn't uh, monitor. I would assume we're all friends there. Well, yeah, but I mean, you still don't want you don't want to be you don't want to be the drunk guy. <laughs> oh, Jordan Mailata's on injured reserve. Really? Yeah. Oh, so much for that being an exciting week. So, what what could have possibly happened to him? Something, something, a stress fracture. Yeah. Something in phone. Something in practice, I presume. A back injury. Oh, a stress injury. It is injury. a back injury. Okay, and it's going around this time of year. All right, Bo is frantically what looking do with for my phone? his phone. Oh, well. All right, so we said happy birthday to Casey. Uh, this, you know, how I was having that stretch at the end of training camp where I was a complete mess. Yeah. It, that sort of, the, you know, I was like repeating myself. Like I told you the same thing uh, four yeah. times. Uh, I think it's that time of the year where that's hitting me. Okay. I uh, Naya's doing karate, mm-hmm. so I, I I drove the girls home from that last night. Uh, got out of you know, there's a lot of stuff to empty out of the car. <laughs> this morning, my wife goes out and says, "Your <laughs> front car door is open." I left it open the whole night. It's on the driveway. <laughs> Somehow the battery didn't die. I don't wow. know how. That's pretty well, good. hopefully not. Let's see what happens. Now, I was terrified that there was going to be like a squirrel or raccoon or something in there. Right, yeah. doesn't appear that there is, but man, if you something jumps on me while I'm driving later today. Be a man, Sheil. Please. <laughs> uh, so that was, uh, that's where I am in that's this funny. point in the season. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Right. What, do you got, what do you got cooked up for the flight tomorrow? You know what? I like to download free, but I've been just dying to watch the last four episodes of Succession. Mm. I feel like I might make some uh, iTunes purchases, nice. download those bad boys, and just knock them out. I respect that. Yeah. You? I don't know. If, I mean, anybody, has a, sleep, if anybody has but... a nice movie suggestion or something that's download... I kind of like to just, you know, I, I presume this will be one where you, you can choose your movie to watch in front of you, right? Well... I don't Not know. It's American Airlines. You, you probably want to download the app. Mm. Then you can do that. Okay. Just in case. Okay. If anyone has a nice uh, plane movie suggestion, I've barely seen like any movies in the last uh, seven years. So, could possibly do that. Okay. All right. Uh, we got so a game we got, two days. In, in case, case you haven't figured noticed. that out. Yeah. Eagles-Rams. Eagles still very much in the thick of the playoff race. <laughs> Some people believe that they have a better chance to win this game with Nick Foles. You think those people are insane? Probably, although, uh, you know, Nick Foles' A-plus game is this, is similar to Carson Wentz's A-plus game, right? Is that fair to say? I, I mean, I guess. Well, we saw it in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So if he plays like that, then you have a good chance to win. Yeah, but, I mean... <laughs> What's your what's what your... a weird career I was thinking for the for Nick Foles. I mean, unbelievable. Seven touchdown game, a Super Bowl win. No one wants to start him. He's just like you know he's involved, been involved with uh, quarterback battles with Michael Vick. He's coming in. Case for a, Keenum. Yeah, it's it's been pretty incredible. Okay, what do you got? Eagles are now wow. 
What, I thought it would move to like 11. Is it even 12 bigger? 12 and a half now. Ooh. With every passing day. Yeah. <laughs> Good job by you in the um, the grouse always wins. You, you got in early on the uh, putting all your bones on the Rams. You no got, brainer. You got an early on that bad boy. You got a good line out of it. 65% of the bets are on the Rams. 62% of the money are on, is on the Rams. Yeah, I mean, I think this could, this game could get ugly. All right, well, go ahead. Lead us into your crystal ball. Oh, well, do, do we talk about this game at all otherwise? Oh, I don't know. What do you have to Rams say? Rams coming that? off a loss. Let's find out. Let's. I think they have, they have uh, Goff's numbers are much better at home than they are on the road. I found my phone. Uh, let's look at. Their... Well, here's what we've we've heard from the players and coaches this week. Uh, so the Rams play almost exclusively eleven personnel. Mm-hmm. So this is a game where you're going to be in nickel. You didn't tell me they promoted BJ Bello. Oh, sorry. Uh, you're going to be in nickel, and you know I asked. I thought Jim Schwartz gave a pretty good answer about this. I said, "How are they able to just stick to eleven personnel and be so successful?" And he basically said. They've got this supporting cast of like interchangeable parts of tight ends and wide receivers, which uh, maybe that's maybe that's where we're going with football. I don't know. He was like, they, you know, any of them can line up anywhere. Any of them can uh, run different parts of different route concepts. Obviously, you want guys in certain spots. Total football, positionless that? football, positionless football. Is that a theory? That's our. Am I late that's to this? For, that's uh, that's a soccer. The other football. Oh, that's a thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, maybe it uh, applies to football Americano. Maybe. Um, you, want your, you want your lineman running out, too? I, I do, yes. Yeah, I mean, that would be so fun. That would be great. Yeah. Um, so that's what they said. You know, they said all the motions, and they keep things simple, but uh, they change up their tempo a lot, and so, you know, they're going slow one second, and then the next minute they're hurrying up, or they rush out of the huddle, that type of thing. So... You're undermanned on defense. Your defensive line has to dominate, which he did. Uh, I thought he threw a little bone to his uh, D lineman. Did you notice that? He was like Jim Schwartz. He said, uh, you know, Khalil Mack and those guys dominated the game, and we got some guys who can do that. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so uh, Fletcher Cox obviously just presumably cannot stand all the accolades that Aaron Donald's get, which rightfully so he deserves, but maybe he'll have a little extra something going into this game. Michael Bennett has been very good, so that's your only chance of slowing them down is to the, for those guys to dominate up front. I thought they had a good game last week. What makes me very nervous is that they all played 70-plus snaps last week, and now they're flying across the country. Malcolm Jenkins, I asked. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, a good question. Yeah, he played 111 snaps. I said, are you doing anything like for, he's like, I, I don't know. I haven't like, figured, I've got, if you got any ideas. Yeah, I'll he's take like, him. I haven't figured out how to get my body right after 111 right. snaps. He was about to go in the cold tub. That, you know, probably should make you a little bit nervous. So, I don't know. You, you want to, you really want a performance like last week. You can give up all those yards. Maybe you get a couple turnovers, uh, a sack fumble. That's possible. You know, it really would take like three plays to make this a successful defensive performance. If you can give three turnovers or a sack in a big spot or that kind of thing. And the rest of the time, if you're giving up yards, it's right. kind of like, who cares? Offensively, let it rip, Doug. Throw it down the field, just baby. Get, just have him dropping back and chucking. I want a flea flicker, flea flicker, flea flicker. Give He's, it all. Because Foles has the big, what is it? He gets 250000 for the start, right? And then and, another two hundred fifty k if they win. Right. That's good. He's incentivized to win. I would find him $100 for every pass short of 20 yards. 
<laughs> you can go to his favorite charity. I like that. <laughs> Just to have people go. Get a little Except Dal- for a screen. If he wants to throw a couple okay. screens, that's fine. Get a little Dallas Goddard involved. Throw the ball downfield to Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. Let's let's pop uh, Shelton Gibson on a couple downfield plays. Yeah. Why not? She- Shelton, Alshon is going to show you exactly where to line up and then just run straight. Shelton, just wait till the ball is snapped and run straight. That's no. that's it. And line up correctly. Yeah, when you hit the 20-yard mark, start looking back. Yeah. That's all. I mean, the guy's... I believe caught every pass thrown his way this year. I'm going to go off if they're like uh, punting in Rams territory in this oh my game. God. And, Can you know, imagine? Ugh. Yeah. Flipping the field. Flipping the field. Uh, and throwing they, little dinky donkeys. They get paid too, you know. I mean, Foles hates dinking and dunking. Like, the one thing about him is he just wants to chuck it downfield every play. We had a winner, by the way. Okay. In the uh, Doug's new book. Pull, pull it up. Ended up being a uh, two-horse race between they get paid two and the pressure's off, and it was a uh, a narrow margin of victory for the pressure's off. So mm. uh, I think there were two people who submitted the pressure's off. Both both of you get at me. Oh, uh, they we'll, they get a tie. Yeah. Okay. We'll get we'll, we'll get you something. Uh, as you said, Rams are. Uh, third in offensive DVOA, fifth passing, first in rushing. And then they are, I believe, ninth in defensive D. No, that's the, uh, that's the Chargers. The Rams are 12th in defensive DVOA, sixth against the pass, 24th against the run. Okay. So uh, it could be a big Boston Scott game. Maybe. I, I'll tell you what, I've, I've, I've seen Boston Scott. I'm, I am... A hundred percent convinced he's already way better than Wendell Smallwood. He's rocked up now. He is rocked up. He's like a. Uh, he's yoked. Yeah, up. he's like Spro- he's like Sproles, but uh, if like he- Sproles said all those weight le- like in your story, right? Man, he's lucky Boston Scott didn't go to his high school. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks like a fun little guy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I want. I want. I, By I the think- way, if you're listening, I didn't mean that. Uh, you know, derogatory Boston. Not little. You're not a little guy. Oh no! Yeah, I don't. Uh, you know. No, of course not. No, I. I'd like him, to see him get 20 touches in this game. 100. <laughs> percent People are wondering who you're talking about. Do you want to explain? <laughs> the Eagles. Yeah, the running back they signed off the uh, Saints practice squad. Okay. Um, Isaac Sayamalu didn't. We're taping this before Friday's practice, but he did not participate. In Thursday's practice, so you could be looking at a nice. There was a funny moment um, on Wednesday's press conference. Because Doug was, you know, part of the of the ruse with the Carson thing was that he was going to open the press conference by going through the injuries. Yeah. And I realized that he didn't say Isaac Ciamalo, but I wasn't going to, the first follow-up, uh, I wasn't going to be like, oh, uh, uh, Doug, what about Isaac? Let's forget been, about yeah. the quarterback's back that you just yeah, that bombshell been dropped. Yeah, that would have been for you and our yeah. publication and everything. But good job at least having it in your head. Yeah. So we're looking at a Wisniewski-Aaron Donald matchup potentially? Mm. Yeah, I think you go Edge Eagles there. Would imagine uh, he would get uh, a lot of help from Kelsey whenever possible, although no one's really figured out a way to block that guy, mm. regardless of double teams or whatever, so that will be tough. Mm. One gap, three, four, Wade Phillips. That's all I got. I mean, uh, you, you give that coaching staff, move them to Arizona, that team that team is going to the NFC Championship game. You, you should ask Doug that today. <laughs> <laughs> he might have welcomed that question. What if you put... 
the Eagles coaching staff. Oh, I like this. Where are we going? Current coaching staff. Current coaching staff in, let's say, Tampa. Uh, well, what's Tampa now? And, and vice versa. Tampa now, as I Wait, think. so I get Munkin? Is Cutter going to let Munkin call the plays or not? That's huge. I mean, you, I need that answered before I can answer this. It's the same thing. You don't know. With It's up to Cutter. Well, the defense is going to be terrible. Offense will let it rip a little bit, at least. I would say I would say the Bucks have played a more entertaining brand of football <laughs> this year. Yeah, that's true. We saw like the best version of that team ever. So yes. uh, our uh, thoughts are probably jaded. But the Bucks are. Let's see. The Bucks are five and eight. They're one game worse than the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So if they switched, uh, I think the Eagles would probably be maybe one game worse. Okay. Five and eight. I Bucks? Know, I don't know that the Bucks would be better. Yeah, I'm not so sure either. Yeah. I bet their defense would be a little bit better. It would. Vinnie Curry and Bo Allen, yeah, I'm sure, would go give Jim Schwartz a big hug when they saw him. Yeah, Gerald McCoy would get after it. Mm, that's true. And they'd find a way. The, meanwhile, the offense would find a way to just never throw the ball deep to Deshaun Jackson. Maybe. All right. Okay. Let's do some bald eagles. Some bald eagles. Crystal bald eagle. It's a Sunday night game. Oh, I'm sure they got glad they got this one. Um, they, uh, Nick Foles, baby. Nobody brings in the ratings like Nick Foles. Um, I think that this game could get ugly. I, uh, I just the Rams are back home after two games on the road in which they've struggled. I think they're going to be pretty good on offense in this game. They're playing for the number one seed. And I just, uh, I'm sorry to say, we could be, I I know that uh, a post-game Rams pod brings up memories of me wrongly underestimating Nick Foles. I can't believe you did that. We've come full circle. I believe that uh, I will have to do that again. I, I just, I don't see it. So... Uh, barring a 200-yard performance by Boston Scott, the official backup running back of Birds with Friends, I think the Rams are going to run away with this one. I'm going to go Rams 38, Eagles 14. Well, we see it similarly. I, I really don't think it has anything to, much to do with Nick Foles. I mean, obviously, with a healthy, healthy Wentz, you have a better chance, but I don't know what Nick Foles is going to do. Maybe he'll come out and throw it around the field. I don't have confidence in the uh, coaching staff to do anything differently than they've done all season in terms of scheme or design or play calling or aggressiveness. That doesn't give me uh, much confidence on the offensive side of the ball. They can't score more than 23 points. It's a miracle when they do defensively. The guys who are still healthy, uh, their bodies are in terrible shape. They've got a cross-country flight after their season was ripped away from them uh, last season. I can't any, believe they're putting Wentz on this flight. Any hopes they had of uh, you know, doing anything, which is lost in devastating fashion against the Cowboys. Uh, you know, they, they play hard. 
I will say the, the team's effort, the players' effort, I will give them credit. You know, they, they have played hard, and I think they will play hard in this game. I don't think it'll matter. I think there will be uh, so much confusion on the defensive side of the ball, people losing one-on-one matchups. Again, maybe you get lucky with a couple sacks or turnovers. It's not going to be enough to sustain it. There are no dummies in there. They, they know where the season's at. They know the issues they've had all season. They know the state of the roster. It's not going to be quite the Saints game, but it's going to have a similar feeling. I actually had a similar score to you that I uh, said on my WIP hit, so I guess I shouldn't change it for purposes of consistency. I think I said 38-17. Wow, nice. Yeah. How do we both playing on 38? I'll give them an extra field goal. Okay. 40 felt like it was just being mean. Yeah. But not out of the question. And all as, that as said, like even said, if... When I said my prediction, well, I said 38-17, and he said... Well, that would mean uh, Sean McVay's letting his foot off the gas. <laughs> <laughs> so he may, he, may, he may very well be right about that. Yeah, that's funny. Um, and yet, if somehow the Vikings lose at home, that'll to the be Dolphins, an exciting pot. If they if if they if it that won't, happens, it'll be the Eagles could lose this game by forty points and still be in position. Oh, I wasn't gonna. I, I was gonna say if the Eagles win somehow. Oh, baby! The Vikings lose. Uh, we might have to do like a two-hour post-game pie. I'm holding you to that. God, wait, let me. Three, maybe we'll just donate. <laughs> this to is like this is like when you came up with the idea of doing daily training camp episodes. This is like when that uh, was that like a Pirates manager against the Phillies who they were up like ten-one or something, and he said like if we lose this game, I'll walk back to Pittsburgh. Something like that. And he did do that, I believe. Or yeah. Hugh Jackson said he would jump in. Uh, that was so lame. Really lame. What was that? Like, where were they, anyway? Yeah, what a bad coach. <laughs> like a real Bobo Lake or something. <laughs> and he just, like, walked in. <laughs> really weird. It didn't seem that uncomfortable no. at all. No. Okay. All right. Let's get you to all right. celebrate a birthday. I've got a PB&J downstairs. Uh, put some nice. thoughts together on this uh, wins thing, which you can read on theathletic.com slash Philly. And we will go from there. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you, uh, oh boy, late or early Monday morning, but I guess probably still Sunday night, West Coast time, maybe. Probably not. No. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be Monday morning. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, we love you. Talk to you, talk to you soon.